Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hey, to all our singing listeners, welcome back to the Sing Better Fast podcast. Say that three times before we get started. And right before we started recording this, we had a plan on what we were going to do today, but then the topic the topic of energy drinks came up. And it's actually glad I said topic because now you make makes you think that I'm actually on energy drinks. I'm stuttering <laughs> and everything. And I swear to you, I'm not. <laughs> but this is a great topic, so let's get started. All right. Hey, Jamie. Hey, everyone. Uh, ben here. So over the weekend, uh, I did a bad thing. I, I went down to the gas station and was feeling kind of tired and kind of lethargic and lazy and stuff. So I went and bought a couple of monster energy drinks uh, and I just chugged one of them like almost immediately. And then I had the next one the next day. And my voice feels terrible. That was like Saturday and Sunday. And today is Wednesday, <laughs> and my voice still feels like uh, kind of dry, scratchy, and you know. So I've been practicing, and and I've been paying attention to my technique, making sure I'm doing what I can to not use too much air, make sure I'm not adding any excess tension, really working on the smoothness of transition from uh, head voice to chest voice uh, in falsetto, doing my neck miss. I'm doing everything I can think of. And it seems to me that it's not a technique thing. It's the fact that I had the energy drinks. And uh, for some people, energy drinks don't have such a negative effect. For some people, certain types of energy drinks or certain types of drinks in general have negative effects. So you kind of have to listen to your body and know what's going on um, before you have too much and chug a whole monster. I remember uh, Ripper Owens just saying for Priest, uh, he's endorsed by Monster. And I, I, we're friends on Facebook, and I, I see him posting all the time, oh, I got my Monster drink. And I'm like, dang, I can't do that. But before we switch gears and decide to talk about this today, to you know, explain to singers how you should stay away from this, I came clean on something, and then I said, Vinny, I can't mention that because you know all my singers are listening. <laughs> and he said, well, forget it. We just won't do it. So, all right, I'm going to come clean. Um, I used to be a five-hour energy junkie. Uh, I remember way back in, it's about 15 years ago, when Monster first came out. Maybe it's a little longer than that. I hate the taste of Monster. Didn't like it. But then uh, I was working construction, and my buddy came out from a store, and he said, hey, I bought you something. It's got your name on it. I'm like, I said, what? He said, Rockstar. <laughs> so I tried it. I was like, dang, this tastes really good. So I do have a, you know, a secret hidden love for the Rockstar Energy Drink Red Bulls, and I, I did have one yesterday, and I regretted it afterward. I don't even know why I had it. Uh, you know, I'll, you know, being I'm 47 now, and I got a four year old grandson. He calls me Grand Dude, by the way, you know, because I gotta be cool. <laughs> uh, now it's just Dude, but um, I call it my grandson juice because there are occasional times that I'll, I know I'm gonna have him for like eight hours in a day. I'm like, whoo, I'm tired. Eh, it won't kill me if I, I'll drink a diet Rockstar, and I know. Diet sodas aren't good for you. For me, I, I'm really caffeine sensitive. 
And um, like my my coach, Jim Gillette, tried to turn me onto that bulletproof uh, coffee. He's like, man, it makes my voice feel great. And I'm like, well, maybe it does for you. It, it doesn't right. work. For, it doesn't work for me. But the bottom line is, I'm not a monk. You know, I, I preach it in the books. But even my students know I, I falter and I, I do stupid things because we are human. Um, it doesn't work for me. It leaves my voice feeling like I'm speaking heavy. It feels like the center of my cords they're they're like hurting. They're kind of dry. They're brittle when I drink it and every damn time I drink it, I think it's like, it's like when you get really drunk and you're throwing up, you'll be like, I'll never want to do it again. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's exactly what I think when I drink an energy drink. <laughs> yeah. So for me there, it just seems there are certain types of energy drinks. And for me, it kind of seems more the carbonation that does it. Um, like, so for me, five hour energy is fine. I don't really get that feeling. And so I kind of like every time I have a monster or whatever, I kind of like, you know, slap myself in the back of the head. Like if I really needed caffeine, I should have just done five hour energy. It's for me, it seems the carbonation. Um, I get something, I feel kind of similar with, uh, you know, Coca-Cola or any kind of root beer or whatever. So what it comes down to is each singer is reacts to different stuff differently. Um, as I think, as we've mentioned in some of the Vendera Vocal Academy hangouts and in your book and stuff, um, for me, dairy doesn't really do anything for me. I yeah, actually feel great way. for dairy, you know? And so it just really depends, uh, you know, on the singer. You have to like pay attention to how you feel before, during, and after you consume really anything and how it affects your ability to sing. Yeah, dairy doesn't bother me, but... For me, it's a five-hour energy. I could drink a, a standard cup of coffee that's caffeinated, and I'm telling you, I feel dry and brittle. You right could afterwards. try like a, a five-hour energy cup of milk. See how that, that how oh. that works for you. Just kind of mix them together. You never or know. Take some rock star and <laughs> add some milk to that. Oh man, that tastes great. So, what could we do if you're caffeine sensitive? Because um, you may not be. You may be the carbonate. I can see that because there's bubbles they can like uh, cause some acid to back up that esophagus right. and it's not going to touch your cords but it can kind of inflame the area around the cords which is yeah. why you have the symptoms of reflux but what could you do what could you do to get that that instant energy do you have any ideas um well so without caffeine right okay well still with caffeine for just a second in my quest to learn about fitness and nutrition and health and all that stuff um i came across um there are actually caffeine tablets that you can get uh on amazon they're relatively cheap and you can get like a hundred tablets for like eight bucks or something and each tablet's like 200 milligrams of caffeine your normal rock star or you know, monster energy drink is anywhere from 140 to 160 milligrams of caffeine. Usually um, a Red Bull, you know, I think the, the small ones are like 80 or something like that. So what I do is I do take caffeine. I use tablets, though. I also use it as a pre-workout um, and I take a tablet and then I eat, I, I uh, break it in half. Or if I don't need 100 milligrams, then I take it and I crush it and then kind of divvy it up to get around a third. And that, mm -hmm. that's around 70 milligrams of caffeine. So I try not to overdo it. Still on caffeine, um, you know, if, if you have too much caffeine, that's a diuretic, which is uh, dehydrating. And so the amount of caffeine that a person needs to consume in a given 24-hour period in order to get the diuretic effect is a roughly, depending on age, gender, body weight, etc., 
um, 500-ish to 650 milligrams of caffeine per day. So if you consume less than that, it's not going to have very much of a, of a dehydrating effect at all, or it'll be very small, might be none or very small until you reach that threshold in a given 24-hour period. But it's for some singers, it still can feel dehydrating, even if it's just, you know, half a monster. Well, maybe that's why, um, you know, I forget who was saying this to me when I mentioned caffeine's a diuretic. Well, the new studies say it's not, and they've been wrong for years and years and blah, 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 blah. Well, carbs are good for you. Carbs are bad for you every other year. So I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not here to say if, or if not, it's a diuretic, but that's how I view it, yeah. you know, because I do feel dry and, you know, that's how we push it to singer. So even if, if in the end, they're doing, you know, all kinds of new studies and they put their stamp of approval on it and say no more. Right. But um, you got to look at your own body and your own voice. Right. I know people, uh, a lot of you probably don't remember the band White Lion. I loved Mike Tramp's voice. He didn't have much of a range, but he just had this really unique accent and really good quality to his, quality to his voice. I swear I'm not on caffeine today. <laughs> I'm doing that on purpose since we're doing the show. But um, I remember meeting him and we were talking and this as years ago. So I had him out and do, and he was doing an acoustic performance. He said, Hey, I'm gonna get one. He said, I ain't got a dollar. So I'll get it for you, Mike. And he downed it. And he said, something about Mountain Dew makes my voice clean and clear. I love to drink it right before going on stage. And I'm like, dang, that's just, that's bizarre. Right. You know? And there are some weird rituals. I've heard Kip Winger say that he's got to drink ice cold water before going on stage. And, you know, for us, we'll talk about that in the future. But for singers, that's a no-no. You know, you don't want to shrink uh, the muscles. You don't want to, you know, tense them up with that ice cold water. But to each his own, everybody has got to right. figure out their own body. Yeah, for sure. And we don't want you to be a monk. We just want you to be, uh, you know, conscious of what you're doing. So, yeah, um, when it comes to health-related stuff, you know, consuming supplements or whatever, I do encourage each of our listeners, you know, Jamie and I are not doctors. Um, I happen to be very scientifically skeptical-minded, but still, I would advise you to do your own research and make sure you get authoritative sources. Like, for example, if the number I just told you about caffeine came from caffeineexperts.com and then they had a store on their website where you could buy 3,000 different caffeine products, then you probably wouldn't want to trust that as a source because um, they're selling caffeine. Like, So you try to go to neutral, you know, authoritative medical websites um, for your information, PubMed, uh, National Institutes of Health or, or whatever. And I would not advise trusting Joe Schmo, you know, pretty girl, um, who has a blog, who also isn't a doctor uh, for medical advice. Caffeine, for some people, it's fine to consume and they don't, <clears throat> excuse me, it's fine to consume and they don't feel necessarily dehydrated, but there are other, you know, downsides to it. You could become reliant upon it. You developed a tolerance to it, just like anything, really. I mean, if you take 100 uh, milligrams of caffeine a day and, it, and you feel great and it works for you know a week or two and then it stops giving you the effect that you want you up it to 150 and then 200 and then 300 and then once you stop taking it if you just decide okay well i'm just gonna stop taking it then there's the period where your body has to readjust to not having so much caffeine and then there's that time where you just feel really lethargic and you know you're getting headaches and stuff so tr if, if you can avoid relying on it just just kind of know how it affects your body yeah i mean when i remember weaning myself off caffeine years ago some people don't experience these but i literally did i had the worst 
headaches, but I, did, I didn't wean myself off of it per se. I actually just said one day, you know what? When I say wean, I'm like, I'm dropping it. <laughs> I'm just quitting cold turkey. So, you know, if you, I guess what we want to say is, say you got a rehearsal today and you know, you're a caffeine drinker or you're getting ready to practice. Why don't you spend the next week keeping a little diary and, and paying attention to your voice and how it feels after you drink a soda? Maybe it's fine. Maybe you got to drink three sodas or an energy drink or five hour. Just pay attention to your body to see if it is having any ill effects on you, you know, or if you, if you always drink a Mountain Dew or a Rockstar before you go to rehearsal, but you're always struggling. Maybe next time, if you got to drink it, drink it earlier and try to wait several hours and go to rehearsal and see how your voice is. Is it the same? Is it better? Is it worse? Um, you know, play vocal detective so you can figure out if caffeine is something that's hampering your uh, future ability. Same goes for any carbonated drinks, sugary drinks, um, even juices. Yeah, because those juices have, um, yeah, you have the sugar and all the pus and milk. And uh, yeah, I remember I was in Japan, Benny, Ben, and we had uh, orange juice for breakfast. Uh -huh. it, it was the nastiest tasting. <laughs> you know what I realized after three days? It was the best tasting orange juice I had. It didn't have all that extra added sugar that we do in the States. It was pure, freshly squeezed orange juice. Hmm. And uh, I was like, wow, okay, I get it now. I was addicted to that really, really sweet sugar. And, you know, oranges are sweet enough uh, on their own. Yeah, for sure. So another thing I want to mention is... We talked about it in previous podcasts, but for some people, this is the first one they're listening to. If you make any changes to what you do before a, a rehearsal, say you've never used a certain vocal spray before a rehearsal or a performance, or you never, or you always have energy drinks, and now you're going to try not having energy drinks, I would I would advise to not make any drastic changes too close to something happening. Like if you switch new vocal sprays, don't like start using the new spray the day of gig, yeah. the gig, right? If you normally drink something before rehearsal and then you skip it um, before rehearsal, how's that going to affect your voice? So you have to really pay attention to that. So I, I run a lot of marathons and stuff like that. And I encounter people uh, sometimes you know, whenever the race is going to start, we talk, just kind of talk to the other runners. And one of the guys that I was going to run with, he's like, oh, yeah, I just got this new pair of shoes and I'm going to try it out for the run. I'm like, uh, have you ever run in those shoes before? No. Have you ever really worn them before? No. Have you ever walked in them? No. So you're going to run 26 miles in a pair of shoes that you've never even used before. Yeah. Like, uh, that's not a good idea. Your, 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 your body's not used to them. What if it turns out that the heel is too, um, too firm? What if it turns out that you don't know how to tie them properly because it's a new shoe? What if, you know, what if your, uh, your, your foot slides around too much in it? What if like the toe box is too tight and now you're going to really hurt your toes? So the point is, don't make any drastic changes too close to a major important event. If you're going to change your caffeine or your whatever you drink or whatever you eat um, before performances or rehearsals, make sure it's not too close to that change or to the uh, to the event. Yeah, it's funny. I've, I've had, um, well, you know, like Entertainer's Secret and Vocalese and Superior Vocal Health, like throat spray, throat saver. And 
I've had artists who want to try these, but I'm always like, well, okay, well, can you try it on a rehearsal day? Because I'm not saying any of these sprays are bad, but you never know. Right. You never know how it's going to affect your voice. You know, everybody's different. So, yeah, you want to watch even with teas or anything that you're doing. For sure. You got to be careful. Well, um, I think uh, that's about all I have for this one. So, Well, just I like, I went really quick, I'd like to touch on, and then we'll, we'll cut it off, is um, do you have any suggestions for oh, right. besides caffeine to give you a boost? Yes, you asked me that earlier, and I totally changed topic and went. That's all right. The, these are free-flowing. This is freestyle. So there are a few suggestions. One would be, for me, that what really worked is having a proper breakfast. There was a long period of my life where I didn't really have breakfast, didn't really make a big deal of breakfast. And then once I started having a sufficiently sized breakfast with sufficient macronutrients, fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, and I stuck to it pretty consistently for a couple of weeks, then I found the mornings I wasn't like dragging myself to get out of bed, you know, having to force myself to get up and do stuff. Like I would have breakfast and I would feel great after that. And there's the old cliche, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's actually not. Um, that's a saying made up by uh, people selling breakfast foods. Uh, it's a result of advertising. But um, for some people, it does really help how you feel. For some people, you don't need breakfast at all. And some people don't even eat till noon, whatever. What, what matters is your total uh, caloric intake. But for me, that's something that helped. Another really helped was getting to bed on time, waking up on time at a consistent time with your circadian rhythm. Um, mm -hmm. throughout the day, if I need an extra bit of energy, something that energizes me is talking to people. Like before we got on this, uh, this recording here, um, I was feeling kind of, you know, slow and boring and crappy and didn't really want to do much. Whenever I talk to people, like I'm talking to Jamie right now, this is always really energizing for me. I like talking to people. Another is walking. So you go for a 20 minute walk. You know, that gets your heart rate up, gets your blood flowing. Um, if you're listening to something on your phone, you listen to something stimulating, listen to, you know, exciting music. Or if you listen to podcasts like this one, then hopefully this is something that stimulates thought. And so what you are trying to do is basically create a physical uh, condition in your body that encourages activity and encourages uh, um, intellectual activity. Um, I also have a dog, so I take the dog outside, throw the ball with the dog. I'll have a small snack. I went on a hike. Was it last weekend or the week weekend before? Uh, we did, I don't know, it was like six-mile hike or so. About halfway through the hike, I was feeling really tired and crappy. I, I thought about, okay, why is this? This hike is kind of tough, but it's not like exhaustingly tough. It occurred to me I hadn't really had breakfast earlier that day, and so as a result, you know, my blood sugar is probably kind of low, and so I ended up at once we got back to the car, I had some food and I felt great again. There are a lot of different factors involved. So I would just say, if it's diet, look at diet. If it's sleep, look at sleep. If it's activity during the day, if someone mostly works at a desk job or whatever, and you know, then it can be tough to kind of get yourself moving. But just just try different things to see what will work for you. Well, to touch on that, like you said, the circadian rhythms which are like 90 minute sleep cycles uh, to get you through everything. So you can look at how much sleep you're getting. Uh, I like to work out in the morning. That kind of wakes me up. Uh, if I don't eat breakfast, 
yeah, I feel tired. And that was part of the problem yesterday. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. We're recording on the 15th here. And my wife was gone. So I worked out and I had some errands to do. Had to come home and work on a book. And I got really shaky and tired. I had to run and get Valentine's cards. So I'm like, I'll grab a rock star. And big mistake because not just the voice, but I, I get the shakes. I got really weak. And she came and we went and had uh, around three o'clock, we had dinner. I hadn't eaten breakfast that day. And it took. Even after I ate, I, I still felt really weak and shaky for several hours. I had to come home and take a nap. Uh, but for even little quick boosts, you know, like I talk about the air and water diet, a lot of <laughs> like breathing helps me if I do a lot of panting to get more oxygen to me. But I like apple juice. I was turned on to that by um, Tim Boger, who sang for Vanilla Fudge. When I lived out in Hollywood, when I was going to Musicians Institute, he turned me on to throat coat tea for when I was hungover <laughs> to make my voice feel better. And he turned me on to apple juice one day when I was tired because they sold these little glass bottles that look like apples. And you drink these. That's your pick-me-up. I've tried ginseng. Um, I can – I mean, a lot of people swear by it. For me, was, I felt maybe a little boost if it wasn't um, psychosomatic. It wasn't like caffeine for me, but it was like, I'll try this for a while. It seemed to help a little bit. So – you know, just do the research, do some serious research and find out what works for you. But bottom line, pay attention to your body to see how caffeine affects you. We'd rather you not drink caffeine or alcohol, but hey, you know, everybody's different. You got to see what works for you and then, you know, apply it to your voice how it works best. Yep. Sounds good. I'm actually probably going to have some apple juice. I could really go for some right now. Yep. Now I'm, I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink all my water. All right, singers. Well, Will, we'll see you in the next Sing Better Fast podcast. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.